welcome to this black girl podcast i am one half of your host ola.miss.lula on instagram um unfortunately today my partner in crime the hill diva is not with us today however i do have another guest you guys know him at this point fairly well. It is the Mister. Hello, hi. The <laughs> other, the other partner in crime for all non-podcast related subjects. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That ain't a single tap notice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, today, I guess the topic is gonna kind of lean in a similar theme to what we've been running for for season two a lot of season two you've kind of seen in the background has been us connecting with a whole spectrum of different men of all ethnicities backgrounds experiences talking about um how they feel about women how they feel about relationships um how like what type of position relationships they're in their insights their input and i figured you know, throw in your input too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess this kind of sparked the conversation because I had seen a post online where um, a woman said, like, essentially asking for like a man to show initiative in terms of meeting up, like saying, um, essentially, it's never, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Let's do this, rather than like what are you doing and kind of being more passive about the planning or the meeting up yeah and then you and i started talking about it and how i was watching another video recently with like um you know it was like a podcast with a whole group of people Mm -hmm. and one of the dudes in it was basically being problematic as fuck and saying like i don't eat vagina i don't eat girls out um i don't care when a girl comes i only care when i come and it's and just you know the way somebody else who was like reacting to it because i was watching someone like react to this shit show podcast yeah uh basically brought up the fact that like this is the classic pickup artist shit that was big in like the 90s and 2000s yeah but one step down from that even like it's that but even lazier but it's just like when i hear that kind of stuff like all i can what it's screaming in my head is like tell me you don't like women without telling me you don't like women because it's like how can you say that oh i like women i like this i like certain things about them i like this like and have so something so specific but then also have no interest in pleasing the woman that you claim to be attracted to or desire or like that you find desirable And I don't even know why you'd want to put yourself in this kind of mental trap where, like, you're so concerned about your masculinity that, like, you don't like women, clearly, but you're also, your masculinity hinges on the ability to pick up women. So you're stuck in this, you're stuck in this weird double bind where, like, you don't like women, but women have power over you because if they don't accept you in a romantic or even just straight sexual sense, then you're not a proper man. That that's part of the whole like oh my e- God, masculine yeah. ego thing yeah no and the thing is um there was actually an incident that happened um earlier this week slash over the weekend i i feel terrible because i forget her name um after we're done recording and it, putting this in the description i'm actually gonna put her name in the description because it's super important but there was a woman this week who was murdered by a man who worked in her building um who she rejected their her his advantage his advances oh yeah like and it's it the the double fucked up part of the story is i from from what i remember of it is like she's 19 yeah she's super and young this she dude this him. dude this dude is a maintenance worker like yeah. this is an adult trying to ask a child on a date and the child says no and he freaks out but like you know you know what i mean like my whole thing is yes i agree like the maintenance worker in that aspect is to me i only find it relevant because it's like my good sir you are at work you are at you are at your space of employment and you are attempting to fraternize with the customer base that you work for 
and you and and they're keeping it professional and maybe she wasn't you don't know but maybe the space and scope was was not conductive or made her feel comfortable because you work here well i mean i'm sure she didn't feel comfortable because she's 19 and this man if he's working as some kind of maintenance worker clearly is older probably older than 19 i'm i'm sure there's many factors to determine her decision her decision is hers and hers alone and should have been respected but like irregardless this guy's like went through so many crossed so many boundaries professionally personally and then when she he was rejected he like the the answer was resorting to murder yeah, if anything, we gotta we 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 have to we have to find out where this dude's prison is and just mail him letters every week about how tiny his penis is because that's like the ultimate micro dick energy. Yeah, like, just like fuck. just literal like lima bean between your pants energy. <laughs> well, like a lot of um, a lot of uh, videos that I've come across of men talking about it, for the most part, thankfully, have been like guys we need to do better like how are people not more upset at this fact because i've always said and i will say it to every person i ever come across whoever questions oh how come so and so doesn't like me how come so and so is not into me why can't she like me or whatever i'm like my answer is always like you need to like want somebody who wants you yeah you know like don't settle for somebody who's settling for you I remember, I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, because they were asking advice because they were saying like, oh, I've got this friend and he's so in love with this one girl, yeah. but the problem is she's a lesbian. And I was just like, bro, then you're not in love with her. Like you, you're in love with some fantasy version of her, but she can't love you back right like you can't you can't just go around making up fantasies and expecting people to live up to them like go go find someone else like this isn't the person for you well and i'm sorry that that sucks to accept but it's like you can't force people to love you you just can't do it but not even that i was gonna say like with seven billion people on the planet you're that transfixed on one yeah and it's and it's and it's 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 wild too because it's like it's the epitome of little dick energy because these people are so concerned about being rejected but then at the same time like they can't they they get so fixated on the people who reject them it's like are you just a glutton for punishment are you just here to be a whipping boy like right. have a little bit of self-respect if someone doesn't like you or if somebody is if somebody is saying like hey i don't want to be with you and your response is to just continuously pour energy into yeah. this like sisyphean task where all you're gonna do is just like essentially one day badger them until the point where they finally lament and then nothing goes your way anyway because you didn't fucking do anything like well and this is what i'm talking about this is why like when i hear things of like the semi uh what you call it kevin scamuels-esque vibe of you know hearing about the conversation of like oh high value men men with money can get whatever woman they want and it's like no it doesn't matter whether you have tons of money not a damn cent um and anywhere in between you can't get whomever you want because not everybody has a price well it's funny because it's like can rich attractive men get more women yes obviously but the, the funny thing about it is they'll say like oh they can get whoever they want no they can't they just accept and are happy with the people who are available to them do you know what i mean they're yeah, not they're like, not going like hey suburban mom who's married and happy in a relationship i want you and they throw all of their energy at convincing this one random per- like it doesn't work like that it's more that they show up to a place mm-hmm. and then women they approach women or women approach them and then they you know accept the offer and develop their relationship from there but what i'm trying to say is like um th- like usually wealth wealthier men who have money there's that mindset of like oh well if you have all this wealth you attract you you can attract all these women yes but you also attract opportunists i'm not gonna act like you know some women go for certain men because um because of of their status like there's tons of there's 
tons of people who do that. We just, like, we just had that whole scandal with PJ Washington wash over where, um, that Britney girl essentially, oh, I feel like was a little predatory, you know, essentially. Oh, yeah, I agree this, with you. I agree with, with you. this exceptionally young man, you know, married him, had a child, had the child, and then left. And now has secured a whole heap of money and and honestly like uh, that whole story has just like it really revealed to me how deep like the misogyny and the programming like because really is like societal programming goes because i've also been watching videos of people who i consider to be like good well thought out people jump to the defense of the woman in, in, in this whole scenario where like she's going around she finds this kid in college mm -hmm. basically grooms him and then people's response who again I think are like good smart well-reasoned people are like oh well she put out online that she was a, that she was gonna do this so then why did he go for it right. and it's like okay sure but she's also whispering in his ear that you know, it's different this time or whatever. Like she's that's the whole the whole thing of groom that's that's what grooming is. Like right. it, it, it gets very frustrating to me because it's like people go, Oh, he should have known and acting like she's not searching for a young, vulnerable man to groom specifically to ignore those videos. And then when she succeeds, people's response is, Oh, this man should have known better. And the reason I say it's misogynistic is because like it's rooted in this idea that women need to be protected. You know what I mean? That women can't take care of themselves and women need to be protected. And so like, she couldn't have been this mastermind. She's not capable of being this mastermind. And also inversely, the man should have known and been a provider to himself and taking care of himself. And the whole point is that like, that's not how it works. Like there are men who are dumb. There are women who are evil. You know, or I shouldn't say dumb. There are men who are naive and there are women who are willing to exploit that just in the same way that when you reverse the genders, it works the same way. And it's pretty obvious who the villains are. Oh yeah, for sure. And, 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 and put it this way, in the spirit of Halloween, I will speak my theory that like, I believe that there are a number, like a significant number of female serial killers, but just because of the whole misogynistic imp impression that like, women are more vulnerable, women are less capable, Yeah, that they are overlooked and, you know, and passed over for, you know, possibly doing something so heinous. And I don't want to compare this woman to a serial killer. Sorry, guys, I just finished binging my 15 seasons of Criminal Minds. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um... Like, you're right. And this, like, because I don't want to say women don't deserve to be protected. Of course, women deserve to be protected in a world where it is inherently dominated by men. That doesn't mean that the outliers don't exist in the sense that, like, all men know what to protect themselves from and therefore can protect others and aren't, like you said, aren't naive, can't be manipulated. The same way that, like, well, um, it, an it, older man will will like who let's say an older rich guy will date a younger pretty girl and people will be whispering saying oh she's just a gold digger she only wants what he has blah 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 or they'll just straight up say that this old man is taking advantage of this young woman right. and like I, like okay to, to clarify a little bit because i guess what i said was a little bit messy like yes women deserve to be protected what i mean to say is that like there's a certain kind of naivete and innocence that people project onto women mm -hmm. that like some women use to their advantage oh yeah finesse 100 i mean honestly like That's isn't, isn't that so the karen shocked. isn't that the karen move no it's not even the karen it move. is a hundred percent the karen no move. i'm gonna tell you so I'm many karens especially white women use their we need to protect them status i mean that's to fair. their advantage to yeah. dominate a situation because they know that like when someone comes in they're immediately gonna go oh poor white woman you need to be protected and right, that right. immediately puts it in their corner so then they can use these random people against you you're right you're right you're right definitely definitely you're in that sense you're absolutely right it's definitely a karen move i was more speaking in the sense of like just even the whole mantra of you know uh, the concept of hot girl summer, city girls, 
where like, you know, girls would get all dolled up looking pretty, find, you know, guys with money, make them pay for stuff, you know, under the impression or take exploiting the impression that like, you know, they're going to get some pussy, hell, even giving some pussy just to secure finance, you know, financial gains and situations and freedoms and whatnot. And like, in a sense, I agree. Like that's definitely a level of that kind of impression. And it, I feel like having it out to the forefront has really triggered men in the sense of like making the agenda kind of known and present. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like, I mean, I feel like everybody's like, I'll be real, like hot girl summer, start, like this whole meme or whatever it is, yeah. the whole wave or whatever started like more recently. Mm-hmm. I've known what's up and that there are girls who will just flirt with you to get a drink since I was like a teenager. I know. It's that's not, always, it's but, not a surprise. No, for sure. But it's, it's, it's the fact you, the difference is, is I feel like in hot girl summer or, or, or whatever, there's an acknowledgement that if you're being a piece of shit they'll just do like if you're gonna be a piece of shit to me i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a piece of shit to you back and i'm just gonna bring you out for drinks but it's not it's, like if but, you're gonna waste my time i'll waste your money period right but it's not even it's not even just drinks though like i feel like the city girl the city girl like vibe is more like i want you know i want you paying my rent i want you paying my phone bill i want you paying my car note uh, and, and shout outs to pretty privilege by the way I mean, like, and and it's, <laughs> no comment. Um, but like, I just mean, even if it takes like multiple dudes to do that, like, I I got friends that are on that city girl agenda that have a dude, cover, like you know, paying a car note, have a guy working like helping towards rent, paying with the car uh, phone bill, paying with this, paying with that, paying with this, and. Like a part of me is like, yeah, girl, if you know, make his pockets hurt. Do 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 do. Like, um, but at the same time, a part of me is always in the back of my head, like, always have an exit plan for that shit. Because like if you're like as much as it's nice to have, you know, somebody giving their providing being generous, um, under whatever circumstances may be agreed upon you both. Um my whole thing is just kind of like, girl, have an exit plan for, cause like, what happens if that don't work? What happens if homeboy didn't get paid that week? What happens if he lost his job? It's a pandemic, you know? Like, what is, like, what is your, your backup plan if that doesn't work? What's plan B? And, and the other side of it too is like, okay, if what, what if it does work, he finds out then you end up just breeding more of these misogynists. Maybe, but some guys, like, some like, guys on, don't like, care though. Like if some guys who have money like that are like, oh, she just, she talking to me because she wants her car paid. Like, okay, whatever. Her car's not e- that expensive anyways. And I get some pom pom or whatever. Yeah, but there, right, cool. but there, but the thing, the thing is, is that like, you know, um, like social media is a real thing. Being able to pay for girls to get whatever they want is a flex now. Like yeah. stank streak, it is, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and and like um, there is pressure on social media to live up to these kind of lifestyles. Yeah. So there are men who are going to be overspending on these kind of women. Right. Women are going to be taking advantage of them, and I don't blame them for feeling hurt afterwards. I will blame them for being misogynist afterwards, but yeah. I don't blame. But like, do I understand that they take that hurt and channel it into further or deepening misogyny? Like, yes, of course, I'm sure that happens. I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and I d- I definitely can agree with that. But my whole mon- at least at least for me is like, look, know your like like the slogan for OLG, know your limit, stay within it, like. If you find that you're going to, you know, payday loans, taking out line of credits, putting yourself in debt to uh, like to have a lifestyle or to portray a lifestyle, especially for social media that you genuinely don't have or to attract women that may, I don't know even also portray that lifestyle that they don't even follow themselves. I mean, like, they, def- they definitely do if they're trying to rely on other men's income in order to, uh, 
I mean, some girls just feel like entitled. Like some women have audacity too. As much as I love to talk about the audacity of men, women have audacity too. And my whole thing is like, don't ask nobody for nothing you can't do for yourself. So it's like well, and but part of the thing is too that the, is that like if you're a woman and yeah. you're in this situation, you know that you're with somebody, maybe even if they're not your man, and they're overspending on you, and you don't do anything, then you're part of the problem. No, I know. Like, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, like I definitely you just agree. are. But at the same time, it, it's also a, a self thing because like here's the thing, they can be part of the problem. This guy runs out of money. She leaves. He has to, you know, work himself back into a more financially comfortable situation for what? To him meet another woman and do the same thing again? Like, he needs to also understand his love map, his love language. To un- Like, he needs to understand that, not even understand that, but understand what he wants from any relationship with a woman and what the appropriate steps are to foster a positive relationship, right? Well, I mean, this is... Let me throw it back to something I wanted to say when we were talking a little bit earlier, but I didn't feel like I had the chance to. Um, Like, there are men who don't... Like, they don't like women. They don't know how to be in a relationship. They really view relationships just as, like, sex, fundamentally transactional. Yeah. But they don't... They also don't know how to be in a better kind of relationship like whatever you do to other people is done unto you right so if you're saying oh i'm in a transactional relationship you assume that their relationships are transactional too even if they're not you assume that yeah no i and and i agree because definitely even for myself growing up like you see a certain relationship and you just assume it's just oh they just do a b and c and if it doesn't work out oh they fought and broke up or whatever like you know just assume the basic things and not it took me surprisingly a very long time to understand um that ha- being in a relationship with someone is like i don't even know how to describe it it took me longer than i would care to admit that a relationship with someone how genuine that relation like that relationship is you know like you have to you can love somebody but like you have to also like them yeah true right and and it took me a while to longer like i said longer than i care to admit to realize that like i have to like the person that i love then that i'm choosing to spend my time energy uh body money everything with Right? Because it's like, you may love that person, but if you don't like them, like, you're just fucking miserable all the time. <laughs> well, and, and also just straight up, like, I I just, it, it's been my personal opinion for a long time that, like, love is a much rarer thing in the world than people say it is. Because, frankly, I think there are a lot of people out there in the world who just don't know how to love. Like, they're just not capable of it. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to give themselves like that. They don't know how to accept people like that. They just can't do it. Well, I feel like like people want to, but they just, like you said, they don't have that clear, clear understanding. And the other thing I feel like a lot of people don't do is like, uh, and I feel like I may be seeing a little bit more of it now, but like a lot of people don't take time to really like, look into themselves and see what they want love and you know need from an actual person before like they'll claim that they're single but be going out on dates four or five times out of the week and not really like making time for themselves and spending time with themselves because it's like if you can't enjoy your own company how do you expect somebody else to enjoy your company i mean i'll say from personal experience that's that's a little tough because like i know that like i've definitely there was a time in my life where I was in some relationships or I wanted to be in some relationships and I wanted to be in them because like I thought love would save me and I wasn't in a good place and I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I thought that like if I was in this relationship, I would be happier. Right. And that turned out to like not be true. Mm-hmm. Right. What actually helped me was a bunch of therapy and not this kind of shit. Right. Um, but like, again, in order to in order to sit and ask questions of yourself, you need to be capable of introspection. Right. And not everybody's capable of introspection, unfortunately. Definitely not. Definitely not. And it's just like, 
Well, it's a learned skill. You have to practice it. And there's a lot of people who just don't take the time to do it. No, for sure. And like, and like, it's funny because what, well, you, you know, this girlfriend, I'm obviously not going to say their name, but, um, them and their partner were going through a really tense period where, um, it seemed like she was, oh, she was upset because she had expect, like had expectations of him to do and act accordingly how she like she had her own expectations of what he was supposed to do and had this expectation that like as a partner you're supposed to know what to do and how to do it because this is how I like things being done whereas like he had his own expectations of what he likes to do because like he has his own way of doing things and I kind of had to like almost I almost felt like a translator in the middle where it's like I understand where she's coming from I understand where he's coming from but like well, they weren't hearing each other but expecting each other to know because they're together well it's funny they're both coming from the same place right yeah. because she has her own way of doing things her own expectations and he has his own way of doing things on the expectations right and they're not meeting each other's expectations because they both have different ways of doing things right but they're expecting the other person to pick up and like no conform to how I want to do things right I'm, yeah, I mean, even that kind of thing is very, um, like, a lot of people, there's a lot of people who will basically make arguments or talk about how, like, if you really knew what was going on, you would just come to my position. And that's just almost never the case. <laughs> yeah, it's almost never it. the case that you learn more shit and then you actually change your mind about something. Right. And, and like, it's funny because, like, I had to, I had to, like, tell him, like, bro, like, how, like, and it sounds weird to say, like, how to handle your woman, but, like, Okay, I had to kind of break down, like, look, she she has this issue. You agree with the issue, but you want to handle it differently mm. than how she would like it handled. If if that works really well for you and, and, and is better, then, like, you need to kind of, like, put her in a different position to open up that, that space to do it. Like, for example, I don't know, with, like, cleaning. Like, she'd prefer cleaning immediately whereas like he's kind of like i'll clean at the end of the day no big deal so it's like if you want to avoid that kind of all day nagging until you clean at the end of the day when you're comfortable like i don't know set her up with something do something nice for her so that she's distracted by the something nice and then you're doing your your cleaning or whatever when you're comfortable and then she comes out after the nice thing she'll be like oh any any cleaned like it, it, it creates, um, I don't want to say a facade, but like it changes the perspective of things because it's like, I don't know. I'm that kind of person. If I sit and I want something done and I see you doing everything else, but what I'd like you to do, I get it. It makes me mad. Like I'm hot. But like, if you're like, Oh, here, babe, go soak your feet or something. I'm like, okay. And I'm relaxing. So my feet, I'm on my phone. I'm distracted. And in the background, you're doing, you're doing what I was waiting for you to do, bro. <laughs> it's like the 180. And like, I had to, it just, it's hilarious how easy communication changes everything. And I, I also think like there needs to be, um, like there's a lot of people who are with somebody and they don't want to upset their partner. Like, they, they value their partner's feelings. Yeah. But they just don't think about how the things they do are going to affect their partner. Like, yesterday we were talking about some plans you're making today. Um, or you want you wanted to make today. Right. And I was kind of like, well, I want to approach it this way. But I know that's going to make you anxious. So we're not going to do that. Even though I think that's actually like the most logical approach. Right. You right. know, if it was just me. That's was probably the decision me, you would have gone with. That's the decision I would have made. Right. But I also don't want to put you into anxiety mode. Right. And I value that. So it's fine. Like All I'll right. be, I'll be, ten, I'll be 15% less efficient <laughs> or whatever to make sure that you're not anxious. That's fine. And I appreciate that because like that works in the long run, you know, figuring out compromises, but also I think what's important is the fact that like cards are being laid out on the table. It's not like a smoke screen or an illusion of like, 
here's maybe an option A and a possible option B and option C, which is what I really want. Like, it's yeah. just, just kind of like- You do the classic thing. freelance artist trick where you're like, I'm gonna make you three drafts and two of them are shit and the one you like is good. Right. And you're like, pick one. <laughs> right. Two of them are stick people and one of them is a Renaissance painting. You're like, which is best? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, I feel like, like a lot of people say like, oh, I communicate, but it's like, do you communicate or do you just make demands? Well, and and I'll even say that you were saying like, oh, it's about making a compromise. Uh, from where I stand, it's not a compromise, right? Because like, I want both of these things. Yeah. It's a choosing of priority. Like, which one do I want more? To have my partner be happy or for me to be a little more efficient? I mean, and that's fair. And right? that's fair. Because like... Um, it's funny because I remember, <laughs> I remember uh, this friend, she was saying like, bro, like I get upset and I yell at him, but it's like he doesn't listen. What else can I do? And I'm like, girl, stop yelling. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was like, <sighs> like mind blowing. Like, what do you mean stop yelling? And it's like, and I, and I came up with the the spice meter for her, which is like, some people can listen and understand things when it's mild versus when it's medium versus when it's hot, you know? And like, some people are so oblivious that like, until you get to that hot level and you're super angry, they finally realize like, oh shit, something's wrong. Well, and part of the problem is too, is it's not just that they're oblivious, it's that you train them like that. Like if you yes. go zero to 60 and the first thing you do is start yelling, then you teach your partner, when I care about something, I'll yell about it. Right, right. And so, which can also train people to start tuning you out because if you're always known to yell for everything, like there's yeah. no spectrum, then it's like, oh, okay, she's going off again or he's going off again, he's yelling, whatever. And then they tune you out. Yeah. Because I, I... I've done that with certain people that I know just literally goes from zero to a hundred and will yell over like a stick on the floor. Why is this stick? Like, I just tune you out. Yeah. I tune you out because it's like, you're, you're doing the most, but for some people, and it depends on the person for me as well. Like if you come at a more milder temperament or even a slightly medium, even slightly medium gets me a little uneasy. Like why you doing too much? But like, if you come out with a more mild temperament and be like, look, that thing you did earlier, you know what? I really wasn't feeling it. I didn't like it. it hurt my feelings. It bothered me or whatever. I'm listening to you because we're having a conversation. Yeah, and it's it can be hard to do that because like, I'm definitely a person that has a lot and very strong feelings. Yeah. And it feels really good to show up and just yell at somebody, especially when you're already <laughs> upset. But it's like, um, uh, there's a line from the Midnight Gospel, you guys should watch it, it's great. Uh, you know, that kind of feeling is a, it's a sweet flower with bitter roots. It feels really good in the moment, but long term, it's not very good. When you get down to it, you get to the root of it, it's not good for you. Right, and like, I, like I, I'm, I'm understanding in the sense of like, I totally support like my friends having a space, like my partner having a safe space to vent. And sometimes that includes yelling. Cause like I said, I get hot too. I, <laughs> I get pressed. I yell, I raise my voice. I try not to raise my voice at them. I may raise my voice in conversation with them. And I feel like that's also important because when somebody feels like they're targeted or that like that kind of aggression or negative, uh, energy is directed at them they also check out you know yeah it, it really is a question of um like we were saying before like knowing what you want right because yeah. sometimes you go into a conversation and what you want is for like the situation to change or for there to be a pub or a, um uh a progress in the conversation you mm -hmm. know like there to be some progress that's achieved but instead, what you do is you approach the relation, you approach the, the discussion with all the tactics to just make you personally feel better. Wait. And sometimes having a productive conversation feels like shit while you're having it. I mean, yes. Because you've got to like bite your tongue, let the person have it out, listen to what they're saying, listen to their perspective, even though you're mad. 
and what you want to do is just is just yell and make yourself feel better because that's how it is mm -hmm. but that's not conducive to getting the outcomes you want and right so you, have you just have to take the l and just hold it but like i was gonna well, say it's it's not even like taking the l it's uh -huh. like sometimes if you want to lose weight you can't eat cake and it sucks to not eat cake like i love eating cake i disagree great. you can't eat cake well you have but to in eat limited cake. moderation but that's what i mean you have to you have to some and sometimes in order to do what you want you have to do stuff you don't want yes yes right and yeah. like you know you can be like oh i want to lose weight but if you never change your diet and you only eat in ways that are going to be like making you feel good and taste good in your mouth yeah like high calorie high fat you're not exercising, not drinking no water. Then you're not you're not gonna lose yeah. weight. You can yeah. put all the intentionality you want into it, but if you're not gonna change your like, most of the times your outcomes are the most of the times outputs are the products of inputs. Yeah. So if you soap to a situation messy as fuck, the outcome is probably gonna be messy as fuck too. I agree. Well, I was gonna say to kind of bring into that whole idea of conversation, it's just it's also. And this is why I kind of go back to introspection because like it's so important to know what you want because there's no point in showing up to a conversation and you don't know what you want. Because if the person's there present and listening and they're like, hey, so-and-so, like I'm here to receive and listen to what you have to say. Tell me what you want. And you don't know what you want. Like it's a pointless conversation because you can say, hey, I want to i want you to always wear red shirts and every time you see me um you give me a foot rub but i also want you to also be out working and getting that bag and i want you to always do handstands and cook dinner for me like what the fuck is that that makes no sense right so it's just kind of like i feel like if you don't know what you want you can't communicate it. You know, you don't have a tool to communicate or you don't know how to communicate. Therefore, you can't receive it. And then you kind of keep a cycle of weirdness, you know, or if you don't break toxic habits or recognize and break toxic habits with like old friends, previous partners, and you bring that into new situations and then the new situation's like, yo, fuck this, peace out. And then you're like, surprise Pikachu face. Why didn't this work? What? It hasn't worked every other time I tried it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it kind of goes back to that whole, like, the initial content, conversation of, of with men approaching women who don't want them and breaking them down. Oh, maybe the 56th time I tell her, let's just be more than friends, she'll maybe want to be more than friends. And it's like, no. If it's not working for you, change change the player change your game take the cartridge out blow like you know maybe get a whole new system <laughs> yeah for sure you for know like, sure i just like i just it's just wild to me so like when i because like when i see toxic habits and toxic patterns and i'm just like bro i think maybe you might have to leave this one on the shelf Check and, out a new book. And the, and thing, like, the, the thing about it too, oof. the thing about it too, is that like there are some conversations mm -hmm. where the best thing you're gonna get out of it, get out of it is a good time and clown on somebody. Hundred percent, that's true. So it's not that you gotta like take these toxic habits and throw them away. You just need to know where to apply them because it's like to go back to the dieting analogy, mm -hmm. like. If someone's like, oh, I want to lose weight and their plan is to do a bunch of sit-ups. Yeah. Right? They're not going to lose the weight. Sit-ups don't do that for you. They're healthy. They're good. <laughs> they may, they have a purpose. They let you be more flexible. They let you strengthen your core, whatever. But one of the things that's good about them isn't fucking weight loss. Yeah. You're better off changing your diet. So, like, if you're going to go, like, you need to know what you want. So you can know how to get there. Right. But if you if you want to get a more snatched waist or maybe a flatter stomach, then yeah, the sit-ups can apply. Yeah, sure. exactly. If you want to have a toned stomach, do sit-ups. Yeah. Right? Don't, like, don't change your diet, do sit-ups. But if you want to lose weight, sit-ups aren't going to do that for you. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, just, they're just not. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just, I hate, I hate the fact that, like, in 2021... Like, even in your own home, you can't feel safe as a woman. Because it's like, 
this person worked maintenance in her building. And like, not everybody can own a house. Not everybody can afford to rent a house. Not everybody can afford, you know, top of the line security protection. And it's just like, when you have a space that's supposed to be your safe space and your sanctuary, and it's just not, or it's violated because again of like, you know, audacity and expectations, it's just so, it's so sad. I mean, it's like my, I've got complicated thoughts on it because certainly, certainly whatever we're talking about is more extreme and more intense in women's situations. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, nobody's safe. At the end of the day, if somebody wanted to kill you, they probably couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no like I understand this 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 woman had like her home broken into probably and then was murdered, but at the same time, almost anybody can have their home broken into and killed in their sleep. Yeah, but you have to also realize that there is a disproportional number. Like it's that's exactly that's yeah. that's exactly what I said on the top. It's more acute. It's more intense. It's whatever for yeah. women, but it's present for everybody. Yeah, but it's just like. When, but here's the thing, like, like I've spent a lot, I've spent a long time growing up, also not feeling safe in my own home for different reasons. Yes, you know. So sorry, yeah. I want to say her name because I don't want to be like, oh, this woman, this woman, this woman. Right. Yeah. Her name is Maya Marcano. Maya Marcano, rest in power. Amen. Because like, it's just so sad. It's so sad. She was a 19-year-old college student um, from Florida. You know who you know repeatedly rejected the advances from a maintenance staff worker i mean i just i just want to say that like obviously it's a tragedy and it falls into very obvious patterns of toxic masculinity and that kind of stuff um but at the same time this is also not going to be a problem we can ever fully eliminate there's always going to be random assholes who take it too far and do this kind of shit. And the thing that just makes me so, like, that makes me so irked, um, is, like, the guy killed himself afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, bro, what was even the point? Yeah, what was like, even the point? Like, like, my whole thing is, like, and I don't, I hate, okay, when I say this, I don't mean to ever purport suicidal ideation um ever because i believe that despite a lot of people's shortcomings everybody does matter everybody has the right to exist yeah every every human life is valid and should be protected that's facts um however i'm also on the side that like for example with um uh assisted suicide for example for people who are on life support people who don't wish to stay on life support things of that nature should also have the right to do so oh 100 percent. yeah right um, so like that like when i say when i i say that in that kind of mindset of what i believe in that like if you were going to choose to end your life why end hers too yeah like like that's just so not right that's so like like there are the weirdos who and i feel sorry calling you guys weirdos i'm sorry but there are like the the um peculiar the different the outlier who have this mindset well if i can't be with you i don't want to be with nobody else that's you're you're right totally valid to feel that way you don't have to take them out with you because they don't necessarily agree that's not fair that's like you don't have the right to choose for that person yeah i mean that's that's the difference here right like when we're talking about euthanasia it's like people ultimately should be able to have the freedom to decide their own life up to including ending it but that doesn't give you the freedom to decide somebody else's life for them right so it's just like it makes me so sad to know that something so simple as like okay you liked her she you know you wanted to take her out whatever she was not interested you're telling me in florida you could not find another woman leave that little girl alone like you were 27 you're telling me you couldn't find another woman in in the space of your job and your home to take out i just man it just i don't know gets me fucked up like i just so so sad about it yeah it's just so sad 
I just believe that as people, um, we can do better and we should do better and that I will just kind of like reinforce that don't settle for anybody who doesn't want to be with you Mm. in the mindset of like, if somebody asks you out and they're like, yeah, you know what? Sorry, blah, blah, blah. All right. Like how you've said before, like your loss. Okay, cool. Like have your self-respect and be with somebody who wants to be with you. Cause that's, that's the best feeling in my opinion. Like I hate, like I've talked about it in an episode before where people will say like, oh, I like to win over somebody's mind for what if i change your mind i'm flexing on you i'm like cardi b spitting on you from the top of the rooftops like uh uh-uh can't don't come here you had your chance you missed it bye like i'm petty in that kind of sense but i mean i definitely understand because like i've always gone to the mindset with dating that like i want to go on a date and i want to have a good time yeah period and like having a good time to me is not arguing with somebody about why i'm a good why i'm a good prospect like, if you don't think that's the case, okay, great. I'll just leave you, go smoke a joint, have a few drinks, or you know, you know what I mean? Like, maybe call a friend afterwards or something, talk yeah. about how my date was awful and still have a good night. <laughs> it's not a big, it's not a big deal. Right, right. Like, like, and that's, and that's how I feel. It's like, I go out on a date. I don't necessarily like that person per se. And I'm like, mm, whatever. End the night, call it a day. It's a story, like you said, sort of kiki after, okay, this sucked, or this was a great, or whatever, and just leave it alone. But. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, people in these, people in, at least in these kind of situations, have as much power over you as you let them. Yeah. It's not always the case. Sometimes people can force power over you. But in these kind of cases, no, they have as much power as you let them have. And if you want them to ruin your night like that, if you want them to get stuck in your craw because of rejection, Mm -hmm. which like, Rejection is nothing. Rejection, it, it's, it, it, it doesn't mean anything. It, it's not, a, it's not, especially when we're talking about romantic relationships and dating, it's just not a judgment on who you are as a person. It's not right. a judgment on your value as a person. And if somebody makes it, then they're wrong. Half it's the just, time it's, it's a bullet just a dodged. Question, most of the time it's just a question of preferences. That's it. Yeah, for you sure. Know? For sure. And it's like, just, I don't know, like kind of even circling back to the very top of what we were talking about in terms of like men who don't like women it goes back to and and there's some women who literally will entertain certain guys because of you know societal expectations um you know patriarchy things like that and they just actually don't like the men that they're dating but that's the expectation of who they're supposed to date like bro date people that you like like I, well, let me let me throw on the spicy take on this, oof. and that's that. Okay. Honestly, straight up, a lot of women practice their own form of toxic masculinity. Yeah, and then surprise Pikachu face when men are shit to them. Not, I, I don't. I've even definitely, want to say I've Pikachu definitely, face. I've definitely heard a lot of women. At least, you know, as someone who admits, uh, I'm an artist. I got into art because I'm a sensitive person. I'm a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of women who just won't give me the time of day because they think I'm too sensitive. But then they also go around and act like, why are all these men so secretive? Why are these men not communicating? It's like, because you're, you're, you're selecting for traits that are counter, that you think are good because you've been brainwashed into thinking they're good. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why you think they're good. They're not actually productive for you in your relationship. You're just like, oh, a good man should have this in his checkbox. Right. And that's not that's not a way to approach people. I mean, just in general, like you should let people be who they are instead of what you expect them to be. I was gonna say the last. It's it's funny because hearing this just kind of unlocked a memory for me. I remember with a previous partner, a question that I asked them was like, when was the last time you cried? And like, it's funny. Yeah, I know you're laughing because like, bro, that's like us, like what, two days ago? A day yeah, ago, I was yesterday. about to say for me, it's like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But it's like their answer was like, oh, I don't remember the last time I cried. It has to at least been at least like how many years? And I'm like, bro, you haven't cried in years. Are you OK? Yeah. Like it just it is wild to me that like, especially now to be like, 
having all of that pent up emotion with no no pl- place to like um, no out place to have like an output, no way to vent, no way to kind of like acknowledge them, get them out, communicate them, dissect them, understand like that's really bad. Yeah. That's really bad that it's like you personally have a belief to kind of cocoon yourself from certain emotions to have and that the only emotion you're allowed to have is anger. I don't blame him personally. I definitely blame how society standards because that's usually the acceptable emotion in men is to um, be angry or have no emotion. And if they do have emotional, you know, more emotions such as, you know, surprise, such as, you know, sadness, um, even just like, it's funny because like being, watching shows and watching men being like moved to tears and be like, oh, this is so thoughtful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm crying with them. I'm like, yes, it is. That's so nice. But it's like, I shouldn't be that. <laughs> like, like, it should be a regular thing that like men should be comfortable expressing yeah you know i um oh man i had a point and then i totally totally lost it (laughs) holy shit no it's all good um yeah i mean definitely for men um oh i remember what i was gonna say yeah and here's here's the here's the hard truth of it that i think is hard for men to accept and I think it's easier for women to accept, but maybe a little hard for them to accept as well. Uh-huh. And that's that most relationships are based on weakness. Most relationships are based on shared weakness. What do you mean? Like, what do you think is, who do you think just, if you were watching a movie yeah. and there was two men, yeah. what do you, th- and you watch two scenes and one of them, the men are talking with each other about how many women they slept with. Yeah. And in the other one, two men are talking about how they're both going through dry spells. Who do you think become, who do you think feels more friendly in that scene? The men who are talking about how they're so strong and succeeding or the men who are talking about how they're both in a bad spot. Yeah, 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 I guess. Most relationships are based on mutual weakness. They're mostly based on how you guys, like, how you guys have similar problems and not similar solutions. Interesting. I don't know, I guess. I never thought of it that way, because, like, I, um... I mean, that's that's how I felt like about our relationship with you, you know? Like, we have a lot of things in common and a lot of strengths in common, but that also leads to... But we also have a lot of mutual weaknesses in common. Like, we both like to start projects but not finish them. Oof, yeah, that's true. That's. I mean, like, here's the thing. We do, but I don't feel like we bonded over that. It's more just kind of like, hey, you do that too? Cool. (laughs) But that is bonding, though. That's what bonding is. After the fact. After the fact of bonding over things that we, like, both consider strengths. I, at least, at least for me. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really think, I really think that when you drill down to it, and maybe this is just like a spicier take than I give it. Uh-huh. But I actually think that when you look at it, most of your relationships are strengthened based on mutual weakness. Like even just think of like a child and a parent. The reason why the people love each other is because the kid is weak. And they, you know what I mean? And like you have responsibility and so you need to take care of them. That deepens your relationship. If a kid came out and they were totally independent, you would have a less kind and less loving relationship with them, most likely. Because, like, they don't need you for that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess. That's my personal opinion. I guess. But then, but here's the thing. Okay. But you're saying a child is weak and that's what kind of fortifies the bond. Yeah, but objectively. Then, but yeah, but then what's the weakness in the adult that bonds, that bonds the child to them? I mean, because like they love, like they gotta take care of this child, and they're invested in this child. Uh, I feel like it's proximity sometimes for the kids. Cause it's I mean, like... that's true. But I mean, you're right. But like, that doesn't. I mean, mutual shared weakness doesn't a hundred percent mean your relationship yeah. is gonna be good. But I think that a relationship without any kind of shared weakness just isn't a normal kind of relationship. Yeah, probably. You know, like, like all of them. Perfect, right? Yeah, ev- exactly. A hundred percent. Like all, all men are flawed. Period. And but people, well, I, I say men is like a thing for all people, all humans. Yes, yes. All humans are flawed, and um, like that's going to be universal. And okay. so in that way, it's like mm-hmm. the universal way to build a relationship. Okay. Now, 
Um, I want to close this up with asking you, maybe, I guess this is a two-part question. Okay. Um, for you personally, <laughs> what is the, like, biggest red flag that n- anybody should, like, not ignore? Like, just, mm full stop, end it, throw it away, it's done, burn it with fire. No. <laughs> 100% if they're shitty to wait staff, then that means they'll be shitty to you. Because a lot of there's a lot of people who like like me personally, mm. if you're friends with me mm-hmm. and or not even even if you're not friends with me, right? Yeah. I will not pull out the knives on you. That's just unless you do it to me first, I'm not going to attack you on sensitive topics. Yeah. I'm not going to really come at you. I'm not going to try to hurt your feelings. It's not going to be my intention unless you fuck with me first and if you're with somebody who's willing to do that to a stranger they will be willing to do it to you as soon as you're not in their favor as long as you know what i mean like as long as you're in their good graces you're fine but as soon as you're in their bad graces they're shit to you that's a red flag yes okay and then um the second question is name three things that you think is important to any positive like relationship but not just like you know a dating relationship but like even like friendships and stuff um i definitely think communication communication is first and foremost Mm -hmm. i think there needs to be um a genuine effort to put the other person above your wants and needs at least sometimes and that comes back down to like you know i wouldn't want to even put you in a place where you're having anxiety mm-hmm. you know because like i care about your feelings like that okay um and what's the last one ooh, the last one i don't know i have to think of that one oh. how about how about we loop back to it and you answer your own questions first <laughs> you're the one who started it <laughs> Excuse me. I'm joking. Okay. No, I agree with you. The uh, In terms of a red flag is like how you treat staff, like wait staff, just ha- customer service staff. Strangers. Yes. Yeah, just you strangers. Tre- yeah. How you treat strangers because it's like until they got to know you, you were a stranger. Right? Yeah. It's like how you treat strangers is kind of like your default position for how you are with people. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I definitely agree with that. How you treat strangers is like how they treat you once they don't feel like they know you anymore. Um. And I think three things that should be valued in any type of relationship is honest communication. Because, like, you can communicate. Me and my girlfriends communicate all the time. Whether it's meaningful or not is another debate. But um, meaningful and honest communication is definitely important in a relationship because that helps you manage expectations. Um, Being willing to have, like to be introspective and understanding um, love languages because whether you're in a relationship, friendship, whatever, everybody has their own love language and I feel like um, it kind of shows like on a level that you really care about somebody or that you value a friendship by doing just like small things, small things for your friends, small things for your family, small things for your partner to be like, Hey, I know you like this. This is for you. Yeah. You know, I think it's cute. I think it's nice. Thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my three things. What's your third one? I'm going to say my third one is trust. Um, mm. I remember, for all my fellow nerds out there, I remember playing Mass Effect 2. And there's this one scene that like really stuck with me even to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's this father talking about his kind of fuck up, criminally attached son who's trying to reform himself. Yeah. And he says to you, like, and and he says to you as the character, like, um, I don't know if he's going to do the right thing, but I love him. And that means I have to trust him. Oh, that's and nice. there's there's a lot of people who they they just won't they just won't trust people no matter what. Yes. Yeah. And they'll say, like, I love you. I love you. But they'll still expect you to fuck up all the time. And sometimes like sometimes love really is taking the one in 100 shot that this time they'll do better. Okay. All right. Well, um, with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, 
to, you know, send us a question, a comment, a concern, as he'll leave a to say, send us all that smoke. Don't be afraid to DM us at this black girl podcast on Instagram. You can also tweet us at this black girl P on Twitter because you already know Facebook, Instagram, all that went down in the doo doo. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. New episodes are still coming out every Wednesday. Um, what did you guys think of our series connecting with all of our different menses? They will be coming back. Don't worry. And with that being said, make sure to like, follow, 